Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the PWO WrestleCast. Um, I am your fill-in co-host, I guess you could say. Uh, my name is Ryan. Joined by the frontman himself, it is D. White. Back, back. It's the Monday Night Express. Here we That's are. Right. Toot, toot. Um, well, we do have uh, some guests coming on here in a little bit. Uh, Going to talk some Nightmare in the Old City when they come on. Um, we are going to talk maybe on a bogus journey. They're coming on to Virginia. Uh, but first we've got some news here. So we've got just a short period of time before we get them on. Um, let's go ahead and start with, um, some news from over the weekend. Um, wow. Women's of wrestling, uh, making its triumphant re- return and their poster child is Tessa Blanchard. Um, no, uh, no. Poster child was AJ uh, was AJ Lee, or well, uh, well kind of. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. AJ Lee is going to be involved. Uh, she will be an executive. Um, Jeannie Buss, you may know her from LA Lakers fame. Uh, she will be. Uh, uh, she will have some stock in it. Um, she, but yeah, a was, lot of. She was. She was in the with Wow before. You know, she's been kind of there mm-hmm. all along. She was always they'd always show her in the corner at the at the matches and stuff. Yeah, and then but all the but all the promotional uh, stuff in the ring and uh, people they're trying to use to bring talent in is none other than Tessa Blanchard, uh, former Impact World Champion. Um, uh, and this is interesting news just coming out a little bit earlier today though, um, is that she's being listed as a director um, as they are trying to get new members of the roster coming in with a big casting call so um dwight what's your what's your take what's your hot, you, hot take on well this? you know you know i was a huge fan of of wow women's of uh, wrestling uh when it was on access tv you know right mm-hmm. there with new, new, new japan uh they severed that deal so they've been on kind of hiatus tessa blanchard was a huge part of it then i know they also re-signed the beast i guess who was at that time i think she was the champion when they when they between those two tessa and the beast i believe um, you're right yep um they'll be back um but it's if you notice a lot of the talent that was there that have gone on to other places um remarkably enough are available like uh people like santana garrett who mm-hmm. was there you know tons of aw talent so um I, i'm interested to see what they do with it it was always a little bit of a hokey show and it was supposed to be that way Kind of like glow, yeah. like glow used to be a little bit of a throwback. Um, yeah. It's a it's a great time for women's wrestling, obviously. So depending on what the uh, the broadcast situation is with them, I know um, you know Access TV was a good place for them, and that's not going to be in, on, on on the as a possibility. So there's going to have to be something else. Um, hope it's not um, you know just like a YouTube thing for a while. I hope they really do get some get some syndication. So I'm looking forward to it. Big big fan of that. And I mean we see I mean we see a ton of those people now wrestling. I mean that's where um well we you know Kira Hogan was there um as I said before Santana Garrett Chelsea Green a ton of people have been there. Um so it's it's a 
you know, hopefully we'll get, we'll get to, uh, hopefully they'll get the situation will be good. And it's not just, um, I don't know, leave us disappointed or too much. Uh, I, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm happy to see Tessa Blanchard back. Uh, the, in, in what culture did the story and they were focusing on, I don't know, what is AJ Lee's real name? April, April, April Mendez, April Mendez. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, that was the focus, but when they, the opening shot they showed at the press conference and over her shoulder was Tessa Blanchard. And so, of course, I got, of course I got excited about that. Now, yeah. obvi obviously, that comes with some uh, baggage. Mm. Obviously. But, and um, that comes with some new uh, T-shirt material as well, if you've seen it. <laughs> oh, no. No, I didn't. But... Oh, no. So it's so it just says Tessa Blanchard nuclear, and it's a big mushroom cloud on her shirt, and that's it. Well, I, you know, I have the one that says I'm a Tessa Blanchard guy, so yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, all um, all of the uh, news uh, release says that it'll be a new series on CBS affiliates, um, right? Next next September. Um, well, not, no. that could be that could be good news because um if you have the cbs sports uh online and some college football you may already have that i'd like to see what that means if it's syndicated like we have because we're lucky enough in the dc area we have sinclair broadcasting so we get ring of honor you mm -hmm. know because they're on sinclair stations maybe it'll be something like that that would be really sweet if it was but who knows? it would be yeah but you were absolutely right this is a fantastic opportunity for women that aren't really getting a lot of work at the moment to kind of you know respond to this open casting call get your foot in the door um i'll be very interested to see if this pulls anybody um currently currently kind of with that door swinging um if it pulls anybody from aew um or in or impact wrestling um but we do have a couple of uh new additions to the impact roster which we'll get to in a second well um, and, and maybe it'll be a case where they'll be in both because i know tessa blanche mm -hmm. was definitely in both kerry hogan was definitely in both mm -hmm. um and she and so that's and i i think you know it was chris statlander maybe um i just i'm just saying it could be the whole forbidden door thing and i know the way they do recording is they do that you know one big one all at once kind of recording sessions and so maybe it would make it more e easier for people that were other places to participate. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm looking forward. Yeah. And, you know, um, like, and like I said, it's, we have almost a whole year to kind of gear up for this and get talent in the door and get things polished uh, be uh, before actually getting to TV. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm very excited for that. It'd be awesome uh, if it would be awesome if their whole storyline was to actually um, do the final season of Glow that they won't do on Netflix. That would be really cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, in other news, um, this Friday on SmackDown, it will be on FS1. It's another uh, super show, or I forget what the exact phrasing of it is, um, but they will be going two and a half hours. Um, and of course, uh, ran rampage runs from 10 to 11. So SmackDown normally runs from eight to 10. So that means that extra half hour will run into the, into the first half 
of AEW Rampage, um, and it is being advertised as commercial-free uh, on the WWE side for that first half hour. Um, Tony Khan takes this to Twitter, uh, says, and I quote, sorry, Michael Cole, uh, I saw you're doing a half-hour head-to-head with us. I can't wait to finally beat your main show head-to-head. It's been a long time coming. See you next Friday for hashtag AEW Rampage on at AEWTNT. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and he caught some and he caught some heat, heat for it. Obviously, Twitter is just a vile, vile place, a vile wasteland of just garbage people. Um, he responds to one thing. He says, if I'm not sweating it, you shouldn't be either. This is what sports are about. Set a goal and try your best. We've we've got a great AEW Rampage card Friday. Big Diamond match is Saturday. Uh, I expect to do well, but regardless of next Friday's stats, it'll be a great weekend for the fans. Uh, Dwight, what's your take? Um, I'm going to quote Dave Chappelle, um, who, if you watch the special, when he said um, about Twitter, um, he said, I don't give a shit because Twitter's not a real place. <laughs> and so, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know the thing, and I, I don't even know why Tony Khan was taking the heat because the whole thing was I saw a bunch of people going, "Oh yeah, oh remember how AEW wasn't competition?" So mm-hmm. right, well, you don't do this to things that aren't your competition. These are the things you do because they're they are your competition. Um, I don't think it's it's not really fair. It's actually uh, you know it's a little. I mean, Vince is not he doesn't necessarily play fair. He's a heel. So um, I, I think, of course, depends on what they put on on that extra half hour because uh, we, there's, there's a potential to be a, a stinker that I don't want to watch if it involves Goldberg. I'll just put it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that I don't know because I know that we're getting Crown Jewel right around the corner. I would assume.
was, you know, invited to come to the next round of Impact tapings, you know, so I got to give our uh, friends at Impact Wrestling some love. Um, I got I, I got to ask, you may not be able to answer. I'm assuming there is some sort of working relationship there between and between NGW and Impact Wrestling. There always has been. I mean, really. Obviously. Uh, we uh, we were we were always lucky enough to be connected somehow to somebody else. So I know when Sanjay Dutt was with Impact Wrestling uh, as a producer, uh, we actually had a lot of um, uh, ends with him because we had booked him before. He really liked us. Um, we left a good impression, and um, it just kind of goes forward. And then it's word of mouth, man. That's how a lot of these guys reach out to us about bookings. I mean, that's how Shug D got booked with us. He reached out to us. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd say we have a pretty healthy relationship with Impact Wrestling. Um, maybe potentially something flourishes even more so down the line. But uh, that's really kind of Cody's deal. I don't want to really say too much about mm. that. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I mean, speaking of, uh, we already have a couple of matches announced for Nightmare in the Old City. Um, first will be Crazy Steve taking on Levi Everett. Um, just another, um, just another great job at putting, um, just got just two totally opposite char characters together in just one one ring. Some something you don't see at another wrestling promotion. Yeah, uh, Crazy Steve kind of popped up on our radar. Uh, we've used Steve in the past. We've actually used Steve a couple of times, and great guy. Dude's legally blind. Like that's yeah, that's yeah. wild. Yeah. Yep. The first time I Holy. seen him, you know, he he's not in his 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 gimmick, and he walks in and he has these big like Coke bottle glasses on, and I I was like, who the hell is that? And I'm like, oh, Steve, I didn't realize it. So the dude's dude's 100. He's legally blind, which is um, very like inspirational when you think about it. Um, Absolutely, like the leaps and bounds he's had to make in, in professional wrestling because of that. Uh, we all know Stan Hansen was pretty much blind too, and he clobbered the shit out of people. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you got to you got to feel for anybody who's taking a clothesline or or a punch from a guy who uh, who can't who's legally blind. That's scary. Got <laughs> to trust. Yeah, two super entertaining guys too, right? Like de definitely Levi Everett's super entertaining. Enjoyed the heck out of uh, him every time I've seen him, and so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Just on the entertainment value, who knows what may mm -hmm. happen. But a butter churn will likely be involved. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> time to uh I think it's I think it's time to churn it up, yeah. Uh, oh. yeah. oh Ryan, gosh, yeah. no. Oh boo, yes. <laughs> uh, that, well, that was awful. I'm trying to make things weird. Um, just like with our second match announced for Nightmare in the Old City, that nice is yeah, thank, thank you, thank you. Uh, that is Mance Warner and and Dirty Dongo himself. Um, gosh, how did how did you guys get Dongo? We started looking towards uh, Halloween and thinking of some guys that we really wanted to use. Um, I have actually met um, uh, Dongo. Oh, man, it was a few years back. Um, 
at some signings we, at, locally here there's a uh, there's a building in Knoxville where they usually do free meet and greets and when you meet them you get free tickets to the show so it's oh it's win-win for everybody because you don't pay for to, for this meet and greet you get free tickets to like a Smackdown or a Raw show and you get to go mm-hmm. have fun later that night so uh, Bondongo was there and he was super nice and super cool and I had my kids with me so little things like that will you know kind of leave impressions on me um, and he, I mean we broke it down like he had been with WWE for like 14 years or something like that. It was like a like an absurd amount of time. Um, so that's that's pretty wild. And uh, he popped up. There was a few others that were on our list. Um, some people were unavailable, or some and some people just you know didn't get back to us. Um, but he came back, you know, immediately, and we've uh, we've got a pretty good bond. And putting him against Mance Warner, why the fuck not? Like it's going to be never been, as far as I know, it's never been done before. And I, uh, I, we, we like to think that's something that the internet would be like, what? So that's why we wanted to do that. Well, and I, I'm just going to say, I'm going to be cheering for, for Dongo because, uh, I still have a little heat with Mance Warner for sitting in my wife's lap at, uh, at the party bowl. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm definitely gonna be in the corner of Django for that one. And I know, uh, I know we alluded to you guys that we wanted to announce a match on here. Um, I know mm-hmm. Cody's. Talking, I know which match we talked about announcing. Um, uh, as of right now, uh, it is a triple threat match. Mm. Uh, it is between uh, Billy Starks. It is between Danny Mo. And a mystery opponent. Ooh. <laughs> mystery. All of this in due, you know, in due time, especially with uh, Danny Mo, like you were alluding to earlier on AEW Dark. Super talented woman. Uh, love her and Facade. We've known them for years now. Um, they are like uh, a brother and sister to myself and Cody. Uh, so it's really, really cool to see um, her succeeding. Uh, having great showings at NGW too. She's only wrestled there twice. I mean, she's been with us for so long, but she's only wrestled for us twice now. And then uh, Billy Starks, man, holy hell, she is over. Like that's my daughter's favorite wrestler. Like it's, it's the worst thing, you know. Um, so I'm really excited to get her back. And considering how old she is and how talented she already is, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you heard it here first. Triple threat. Billy Starks, Danny Mo. Awesome. A mystery partner. Talk well, about some spooky shit. That's huge. To throw my wife in it again. That's her. She was, she was, uh, she's a huge Danny Mo fan after that. And she, and she actually was, she said, that's her goal. That's her. She's going to, as she does her DDP yoga and does sit up, she said that Danny Mo's her goal. And so, Thanks. huge fan. I haven't got a chance to do <laughs> yoga yet. Yeah. It's, well, my, you don't do it like my wife gets at four o'clock in the morning and does it. So I don't recommend that. She's a psycho about it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, and she's also a big Vance Warner fan, damn it. And that's why I want to see Dango kick his ass. But anyway. So right here, uh, I think that, uh, that we have eight matches lined up for the show. Um, doors will be opening at four uh, for VIP, five for general admission. But the show is starting at 530 this, this time. So we are starting a little bit earlier just to get us out of there at a decent time. <laughs> well, not uh, because I can, because I remember even, you know, because we, because we had to cut out even before everything was done, but 
you know, even we had gotten almost all of the ring taken apart last time, and it was still uh, Dad definitely peaking 11 or 12, and it was a school night. Yeah, I uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I when I drove home, uh, there's a section um, where I live in Sevierville that's called Seymour. It's between Knoxville and Sevierville. Uh, I don't remember driving through Seymour. I don't. Oh no. I don't and uh, I got home safely. There was, you know, no, nothing weird like that. But I, I don't remember driving. And uh, I know I left uh, earlier than Cody did. And then I think him and everyone went to Waffle House afterwards, too. So I think he was going to bed right as I was waking up in the morning. I don't know how they did it, but wild stuff. Yeah, no, that's uh, not safe. But also, I get it. Like, having the show, I mean, and just being at the last two, you know, we were, we pushed, I think – I think the um, I think I think the high spots version cuts it to just over three hours, but we're in there for about four about four hours, um, and that's even with you know the you know it, um, and that's with the intermission in the middle, and there's some other things I know that they cut out, but um, it, it's a four hour production, and you know it's all worth it. Um, I'm sure some of the uh, I'm sure some of the uh, Nashville faithful will be thanking you. Uh, for starting to show a little early. Yeah, and then on top of that, um, earlier that day, uh, they're doing um, the Fanboy Expo, which runs in Knoxville, um, which is right down the road at the uh, convention center where the big Sunsphere is. Uh, they're, you know, they're doing Fanboy Expo where they're, uh, I know they're talking about like Mick Foley's going to be there, Christian, uh, Cage, and a bunch of other people are going to be there too. Of course, you know, it's kind of like the, the big con that comes around here. So they do it every year. Uh, they think they do it twice a year. I think they do it once in spring and once, uh, around Halloween. So we're going to have a lot of people coming over from that as well. Awesome. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I know there's a lot of, um. I know that there's a lot of Star Trek in in that the expo as well. Um, I know the big name is another big name is Will is is William Shatner this year. So um, that's going to be a really big draw there. Um, but no, all of all of this is is fantastic. Um, the one kickback I'm getting is um, is 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 my son is almost three and it's like oh, I won't be here you know for you know trick or treating. I'm like, well, we're doing like three trunk or treats the weekend before. There's like a trunk or treat on Friday. I'm like, like, hopefully this makes up for it, and hopefully I can come back and still be married. So, um, well, where I live, you know, I live in a nice little, um, like a sub, basically a subdivision where I live. Um, but a lot of people don't really trick or treat here. I think all the years we've been mm. here, I think I've had, I've lived in my house for four years. I think we probably had maybe six or seven trick-or-treaters come to my house. So last year with COVID, we just basically got my, you know, my, my buddy and his kids, and he has six kids, uh, and then um, my uh, my sister and her three kids. And we, we got everybody together, and we all just bought a bunch of candy and put it in a bin and let all the kids just go wild with it. Uh, and they all dressed up, and we, we just did, like, party stuff. Like, uh, it was, like, pin the bone on the skeleton like it was it was stuff like there that had the skull on the skeleton so we, we just did that and i think we're going to do that on saturday and then we're going to have a, a adult halloween at ngw Ooh. Oh, i like that i like that Co costumes included brian you already said it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cost, yeah, we had costume contest. Got a triple threat with a with a with a mystery opponent. Uh, we've got two matches announced already, guys. This, guys, you, you just have to go to nextgentn.net. Uh, you can do slash tickets and get there straight away, or go to the homepage, click on tickets. Uh, VIP tickets are twenty five. Regular admission is twenty. Um, we've we've been to the last two, almost the last three. Um, you know, so the, the, this it's what what you pay for the show, and I know that both I know both you and Cody have said it. What you pay for the show, uh, you get in probably one in probably a half a match worth. Um, mm-hmm. You know the the shows are so incredibly well done. Um, and you know, this is from a journalistic standpoint and from a fan standpoint, just top to bottom have not had a bad NGW show. So what are you waiting for? Nextgentn.net, go get your tickets. That show is on Halloween. We are back at Jackson Terminal. Um, that is, like I said, Halloween night, Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, guys. And then after that, we're going to WrestleCade in uh, Winston-Salem. Ooh. Um, for showcase of champions on I believe it's on Black Friday. Um Ooh. and uh, I mean uh and then we'll be at WrestleCade uh that weekend and then um that that would we'll be that Saturday and then that Sunday is our bogus journey. Finally. <sighs> oh, yeah, so let's so so we have so we have have some time. Let's dive into this a little bit because mm-hmm. you know let's 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 go back about a over a year and a half ago now. And we're getting ready for an excellent adventure down down in Yorktown. Uh, the card is stacked, um, and we actually had both of you guys on on March fifth, mm-hmm. um, and and it's a date that you know kind of is embedded. Um, yeah. we, we call that a BC before COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It was um, pretty wild how quick shit how quick everything went to shit like it was it was it was like immediate it was weird yeah very yeah Uh, yeah and then um we look at uh the announcement you guys made you know it was a it was a week it was a week after that march 5th we had you guys on but you were 10 days out from the show um you didn't hear anything about about having to be canceled um you were definitely going to run the show if you could um even you know even later that day there was still no word and then four days after that so now six days before the show um you guys had to give out the refunds for that everything was shut down um we all went it it was weird because like me and cody were monitoring monitoring everything and i was like dude i think this is because i mean all of us didn't realize like like we didn't grasp how big this was going to be you know like every, everyone didn't realize that this was going to be like a global thing that this is wild you know like goes back to like the bird flu and stuff like that i mean it was an issue and, you know some people passed away but you didn't think you know like oh this is going to affect my day-to-day life and then me and cody are just texting back and forth i'm like dude like what what happens you know if, if this gets canceled then it went from like we can have a cap of like 200 people and then it went to like mm-hmm. 150 and then it went to 100 and then it went to like 75 and i was like dude like this is all changed within like four or five days like what's gonna happen in another mm-hmm. four or five and then i i'll never forget we were i was sitting at work and all of a sudden i got a call 
um, from that when I was a store manager that we were going to have a big meeting. I'm like, oh, we're going to close because everyone in my mm-hmm. outlet mall, everyone in the outlet mall was already closed, but us. And then um, we closed, and then we had to make that decision. You know, like, <laughs> what do we do? And then like a week after that, we're on national lockdown. So it was just like boom, 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 boom. It was nuts. It yeah. Um, looking at the uh, <laughs> thing Cody put out there. Um, Thank you all. Things will get better. Remember, wrestling is forever. Um, yes. Signed, signed it, made it super official. Um, yeah, so that was that was the excellent adventure to get to the bogus journey. Um, right. And and this is back to back months for you guys. Uh, this will be the Sunday after Black Friday, so this will be November twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, I, I can't tell you how excited we all were as soon as the announcement came up that you guys were finally coming to Virginia. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're, we're excited for it, man. Like, this is a long time coming, which is funny because Cody's like, what are we going to name this show? I was like, well, dude, I'm like, if it was supposed to be our excellent adventure, like, what came after the excellent adventure was a bogus journey. So, yeah. <laughs> so the third show is going to be music. So that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah if, if we don't if we don't give death a melvin i'm gonna be really disappointed that's a, that's <laughs> a deep cut it's that that is a deep uh, cut um, excellent yeah, i uh, uh I'm, I'm really excited to uh to bring it i know we've already announced a few people for that i know we announced matt and i know we announced uh, a local guy sledge gibson who was originally supposed to be on the excellent adventure uh this show is actually partnered with uh the uh united elite wrestling uh which is a a local fed in in the uh, virginia area um i know cody has had more contact with them than i have um but uh we're really excited about it um and i'm I'm excited to bring you guys a show closer to your house how how far has this venue from you guys so this is 56 minutes with traffic um so so it no cuts time. our drive down about six hours <laughs> yeah yeah uh, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> we don't mind really no we don't it's all really. it, you know but it's, <laughs> oh it, i would it mind. Cuts our... I, hate I hate driving so much like <laughs> i'm actually going to indiana this weekend and i'm dreading to drive uh, yeah but this um yeah as soon as it popped popped up we were all super excited um and you guys are listening this is this is at the river city sports and social club um we will put that information on the socials for you um and like you said this is in coordination with uew um you know go check them out they do have a face facebook page um and Again, you guys are stacking up for this show already. Um, and we're bringing back JTG for this show. Um, we've already got Bradley Prescott the fourth, also known as the Natty Daddy, coming back. Uh, you've got Man Scout Jake Manning making his NGW return. And then, as you shared, good old M Dog Matt Cross and then Sledge Gibson. Um, the, how how do you manage uh, booking one one show for one month and then at the same time simultaneously booking another show just weeks out? It's hard. 
Like, uh, I understand that some shows want to run monthly or like bi-weekly. And it's like, when you start doing that, you're cutting into your draw from the show, from your show you're working on now to the next one. Um, we had that issue when we did our, we did a bar show. Um, cause the venue was free. The, the guy was like, Hey, just come here and put a wrestling show on for us. I'm like, okay. And we got to keep all the door money and they, they kept all the concessions and beer. And, um, it, that turned out to be one of like our best shows ever. And then, you know, uh, we had another show like three or four weeks after that. So it gets hard because you want to, you want to, from my end, cause you know, Cody, this is Cody's baby. I'm kind of, you know, I, I help you know, come up with ideas and I'm kind of the social media guy. So when I'm putting all my focus into one show, it's so much easier to kind of get everyone behind that one show. When you have multiple shows like that, it's hard because you don't want to spend so much time on one thing and then forget about the other. And then mm -hmm. it, it, inevitably it, it happens because you're fo like, I'm so focused on Halloween right now that before we know it, it's going to be like two weeks before, uh, you know, bogus journey. And we're like, Oh shit, we've announced like, four things when you start announcing matches so mm -hmm. not to mention you know the fact that cody works i work we have kids we're married there's so much other stuff that goes on with it cody's has you know he's selling all this stuff with ngw selling t-shirts and selling dvds blu-rays belts it's just it gets hard but i really uh, i'm really excited that we finally get to bring this show to you guys like i'm really pumped so are we <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact that we don't have the drive is is probably the biggest part of it because um because um our buddy Jeff drove the first time, I drove the last time, and it's just you hit a certain point when it's like stay on this highway for three hours, stay on this highway for three more hours. It it, it it kind of like you felt on the drive home after un uncivil war. It's like I don't remember driving through this. <laughs> yeah, like, it was black. It's like I think I think we missed I think we missed Blacksburg. I don't know. Did we pass Blacksburg? I don't. But I, I, I'm looking forward to it too. Definitely. I'm and I'm I'm already hyping you guys up. Actually, our band is. We have a gig the night before, and I'm like, we're going to the beach for Thanksgiving, and then I got a band gig on Saturday, and then I come back for this. It's like a whole weekend. So I've been plugging. I think I'm gonna bring the whole band. I think we're gonna come to the show. So it's uh, we're look. I'm totally looking forward to it. I'm looking forward definitely to the to the Halloween show for sure. And oh, yeah. um, it's, it's just, it's like too good to be true, right? You know, two months in a row, what? Um, so, so is this a trend you're gonna try and continue with the shows every month or are you just trying to get back on like a set schedule with every two months or up in the air well, right now? Typically we, we won't run shows uh, January, uh, usually December through February, we won't run a show. Um, big thing with that is like, I think we've talked about it before, but the main reason why we don't is just because we have so many people who fly in and you have no idea how the weather is going to be. Um, mm -hmm. it could, and you, I mean, you guys probably have similar weather as we do. It could be 80 degrees one day and then the next day it can be, you know, 42 and snowing. So you yep. don't, mm -hmm. you never know. And we never want to make it unsafe for people to drive. Um, and then by then you already promoted all this, you're losing money, you know, you had all these workers booked and then they can't make it because flights are delayed. It just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense for anybody involved. That makes sense for the workers. That makes sense for us. That makes sense for the fans. So, uh, usually though, once we get rolling, we usually run about 
four to five shows a year and you know you might get a weird pop-up show like like what we're doing with you guys i know we've talked about doing a show in, in indiana as well um there's a show out there called uh, new wave pro that runs in my hometown in indiana and um possibly doing something with them um but yeah you know you, you might see more of these pop up i told cody you know i would love to do something in north carolina uh, just because we're so when we were so close to the border to pretty much like georgia right. carolinas everything is right here by us um and it's it's good uh place to get that title the eastern states title belt defended so i'm really excited about that as well yeah um, yeah, and you know what? I, I'm just, just going to tell you, that being the old school guy that I am, you know, I, I immediately, you know, I, I I went, oh my gosh, that looks just like the old Mid Atlantic belt that I used to see back in the day, you know, um, which I loved. I grew up watching that, going to the Lynchburg Armory to see uh, Mid Atlantic Championship Wrestling, and and but it is it's a good looking belt. I mean, it's just it's awesome, and I really hope. What doesn't happen is is Shug doesn't put a pineapple or something on it. Like I no. hope he doesn't. Like a spinning pineapple. That's what I will, that Oh my gosh! <laughs> I will share something uh, funny uh, with that with the title belt. The original concept Cody came up with was actually to have a white strap with it, oh, but I dang. think would, I think it would be much because of the white and the title belt. Um, so he decided he actually decided no, he wanted to go with the black strap instead. Um, but that was kind of the idea with the title belt is that we wanted to kind of a throwback feel with it. That um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of shows like I mean I used to remember I remember working terrible indie shows around here and everyone had a U.S. title belt like that was like right. their go-to U.S. title belt. And then of mm-hmm. course there's like a TV title belt. Mm-hmm. How many Eastern States champions championship belts do you know of? So it's something that's a throwback, but also it's something that's fresh that no one else sees. So that was kind of the idea. Mm-hmm. I, I know me and him kind of tossed names back and forth. Uh, I think he may have came up with the name. We came up with some kind of concept like that, um, and 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 it turned into this. And uh, you can almost argue this championship belt is is better looking than our heavyweight title, which is wild. It's it's a good looking belt. Not I'm not gonna lie. It's definitely a good looking belt. Yeah, um, yeah. I, t- I tell you what, though, it's gonna be a bogus journey for you guys to get here. Enjoy the um, enjoy the long drive up. It'll be nice. <laughs> uh, it'll be nice. The rules the rules are reversed now. So in other words, um, you can you can all crash at Ryan's place um, and. It's a, it's a Waffle House right there. Like, it's right around the corner. Two of them. I, yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's two within a mile of each other. Um, I don't know if you guys have looked on maps as far as where the closest Waffle House is to the actual venue. The uh, It's funny because, you know, I, I do a, a podcast on the side with my buddies called Wrestling Ruined. And mm-hmm. uh, we recorded last Monday. And we released our, our newest episode. It came out Saturday on iTunes and, you know, Spotify. But... I thought of you guys because it was super late and I have been up since like five in the morning and my buddy was like, let's go to Waffle House. So we went to Waffle House. And by the time I got home, it was two in the morning. So I was almost up for a full day, <laughs> but I thought of you guys as I went. Oh to the my morning. gosh. Oh, yeah. um, right. I am. I am really glad you said wrestling ruined though. Um, tell us a little more about that. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of like your side piece. Yeah, um, I have I have two really good friends of mine. Um, my buddy Brandon Lane, who uh, is I've known Brandon since 
my God, like almost 10 years. And then my best friend, Travis, I mean, he's like, he is legit. Like my brother, I always tell everyone he's my uh, heterosexual life mate. Um, like he's, he's my, he's my sexual soulmate, you know? Um, he, I consider him almost more than, you know, I have a brother. He's almost closer than a brother to me, you know? And, uh, but we've been friends for like 12 years and we all love wrestling and we always joke because I mean, and we always talk about the, the shitty years of wrestling. So whenever we thought of the shitty years, two years popped up. It was 1995 and WCW in 2000. So uh, we started with 95. <laughs> and uh, it, it's kind of been on a roll, man. We were on the iTunes list. Uh, we were like number like 60 in wrestling podcasts. Uh, just hit, we just hit episode 19. Uh, we do little pop-up episodes too. Like we, uh, we did a special episode uh, with Cody. We had Cody on there. And then we did a special episode with uh, uh, Great American Bash 1991, where Ric Flair uh, literally mm. uh, fired slash quit two weeks before the show, uh, where um, inf infamously uh, Brandon had Missy Hyatt say that he had a beautiful penis and ours were ugly. So <laughs> she cut a promo <laughs> on us saying we had ugly penises. So... Funny stuff, man, but it's it's kind of a little passion project. Uh, we all live right by one another, so we, we go over to Brandon's house. We you know we watch and watch these shows, and we do watch-alongs, and they're pretty funny. I'm surprised we haven't gotten canceled yet by, like, cancel culture because of some of the shit we say. But um, uh, it, it's fun, man. Like, I definitely recommend anybody checking it out and, uh, you know, at Wrestling Ruined. And uh, like I said, it's on iTunes and Spotify. Mm, yeah we, we know all about that because um once we we did a watch along with uh what was that crown jewel we watched with oh you, Ryan? God. and i had yeah. to keep i had to keep score it's, of all the hold on no 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 yes it was the best. no no there, it was, there was a lot of vulgarity involved and a lot of hatred <laughs> and a lot of bad things that are said and it broke some of us it's ryan in particular i had to keep i had to keep count of how many vulgar uh, offensive things oh, that he said yeah. during that show. Yeah. And then the fiend and the yeah. fiend lost to Goldberg. Oh, <laughs> man. I called it yeah. and I didn't, and I wish I was wrong. It's funny though, because, you know, we're, we're going through 1995 right now. And we started how we, how we typically do our, our setup is we watch Monday night raw uh, because Peacock has all those episodes. They don't have all the episodes of WCW Saturday night. So we can't really keep up. So what we usually do is kind of go, you know, go through what what happened on WCW Saturday night, the, uh, you know, the week that, you know, the two days before Monday Night Raw. Uh, we had uh, Clash of the Champions, which was fucking terrible. Uh, WCW in '95 is not good. Uh, but the the cool thing is, you know, you're in a time where you have all these job gimmicks and stuff. You'll every once in a while you'll get a match and you're like, holy shit, that was really good. This happened in '95. Like what? Like yes. this past episode, <laughs> it was the wrestle. It was the uh, Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania 11, and we, it was a Lunder Blaze and Bull Nakano, and they just beat the piss out of each other. It was like <laughs> a high spots match you'd see today. It was like a yeah. six minute match, and they put like 15 minutes worth of shit in it. And like she German suplexes her on the outside. She does like a dive off the top rope. It, it, was, it was wild for 1995. And uh, I, I'll, I'll go on record saying one of the best tag teams in 1995 is the Smoking Guns. And I will fight anybody. They were fantastic. So, there we, there we but it's changed my outlook on a lot of, on a lot of things, you know. Um, but all in all, 95 is still pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, that's for true. Yeah. That, I definitely recommend checking us out, guys. We have some fun, and um, uh, I, I, like you were saying, it is—it's kind of my side piece, and I enjoy uh, hitting that <laughs> shit.
It wasn't that like wasn't that what that the year that there was a four way between like Shawn Michaels and Psycho Sid, and Shawn Michaels, Psycho Sid, Undertaker, and was it Vader? It was like some crazy four way match. I like, oh, you're thinking of the match that I remember no. on our channel: Bret Hart, that, Undertaker, yeah. Stone Cold, and Vader. No, no, Psycho Sid was definitely in the match. Oh, well, there was Psycho another Sid. one then. Very similar. You're thinking of Final Four. That's yeah, it. The final. Four. Yeah. And it's Vader, Austin, Brett, and Taker. Okay. Yep. No, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking yes, of it. The whole concept of that was Sean lost his smile. Uh, <laughs> Poor so Sean. the title was vacant. Uh, and then the Final Four, it was the Final Four that were in the Royal Rumble because Austin was tossed out when the refs didn't, the ref didn't see it. He right, came back right. in, lost Vader, Taker out, and tossed Brett out. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a wrestling nerd, man. I love wrestling so much. And uh, going back and watching these, especially getting the kind of riff, uh, riff tracks this with my friends, it's, it's been really fun. Um, and uh, I, I will still say Uncensored in 1995 is the worst piece of shit I've ever watched. Uh, it is so Ooh. bad. So uh, if you ever want to watch the show, uh, watch Uncensored 1995. King of the Road match, Dustin Rhodes and Blacktop Bully. Enjoy that. Yeah, uh, not good. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of bad things. Um, uh, don't even tell them that what those the the shit you made me watch and review a couple couple last year, Ryan. Remember we were watching all the Halloween Havocs? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we a did bunch. a bunch of Halloween Havocs in a row. I think you and I were 94. Yeah, it was freaking garbage. It was terrible. Well. There weren't a lot of good Halloween Havocs. It was such a great idea in in concept and theory to have a Halloween-themed pay-per-view and then have that kick-ass set. And that, and, and, and that set design was fantastic. And then just crap all over. I watched um, Hogan and Warrior again today. Still bad. Yeah. Still really, really bad. Well, I did get to say hello to uh, the Zodiac the other day uh, while I was at the Icons of Wrestling. Oh. So. <laughs> he's doing, he's doing, he's doing he well. The Zodiac? Are you, yeah, he, well, sure well, he was. Zodiac? He was definitely selling NWO shirts, but yeah, he was, he was the Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> he was friendly. Sure I don't want to shit on. He was a nice guy hey. when I he spoke to me and talked to him. Yeah, Ed Leslie, sincerely, the thousand gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, booty man, buddy. Yep. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so, you, you're talking about Halloween Havocs really quick for, you know, uh, we, we get off here. Um, there's a match, and I want to say it's Halloween Havoc 90, but it is the Steiner Brothers versus the Nasty Boys, and they beat the piss out of each other. I am a Steiner Brothers, Mark. I love the Steiner Brothers, uh, and they beat the shit out of one another. I'm talking like they body slam Scott Steiner on the floor and his body bounces off the floor. Like it, it is, it is a wild match. So uh, I do recommend that one. The rest of the show, however, not so good. Hmm. No, no, not not so good. At all. The main event was Sid versus uh, Sting, and the finish of the match was they they fought into the crowd, and Sting came back and came in the ring with Sid, and then got pinned but it wasn't sting it was barry Wyndham with face paint on and sting came out of the crowd with a piece of string tied to his wrist it w, wcw was there it was oh, no, 
Ryan made me watch Halloween Havoc 94, which I got to watch the classic Dave Sullivan versus Kevin Sullivan when Dave Sullivan was doing his world's greatest Hulk, Hulk Hogan fan gimmick. And uh, and I'll never forgive Ryan. Oh, don't worry. It, it bleeds into 95. Believe me, I've had to watch it. It's not good. <laughs> um, if you want a good yeah. Steiner Brothers match, uh, Super Brawl 1. Uh, from 1991, it's them versus Daniel Lex Luger. It's it's Luger. such a classic tag team match. Mm. Lex Luger by and, the and mid to late 90s. Mm. A lot of people, man, they shit on Scott Steiner, man, but early 90s Scott Steiner was the shit. He was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah no doubt. And I tell you what, Rick's, Rick's son now in NXT 2.0 Looks so much like Rick, and it's but like you. It's like you. It's it. It's like you put. It's like you put. You know. It's like you, know, you put the outfit on, and you have all the blending colors, and he looks just like a goddamn Steiner. And then you throw Braun Breaker on him. You know. <laughs> well, the first. The first thing I noticed as soon as he talked, I was like, "Oh my god, he sounds like his uncle Scott." <laughs> right. Yes. He look. It's yes. like a, he looks like Rick and talks like Scott. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, and like it was like identical. It was like immediate. You knew he was a Steiner. Uh, I think they should have went by Rex Steiner. Uh, I think yep. they should have steered into and steered into it. That he's a Steiner. I mean, well, he I, look. He dresses like a Steiner. He obviously is a Steiner and looks like yep. one. Why not call him one? And I can't wait till yeah. he does. I can't wait till he does math. I can't wait till he hears some math. <laughs> Thirty-three and a third chance. Yeah. Some of that good old Steiner math. Samoa um, Joe knows. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, we could do this all night. I could. I last, could yeah. last thing before we get off of here, um, talk about your thirty-one days of Halloween. How you how you got into that? Your love for horror. Oh man. Um, I don't know. I just started doing it, man. Um, I started thinking, I was like, you know, I always see people talk about, you know, in Halloween movies they love, like horror movies they love. So I was like, I know well more than 31 horror movies. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then um, I love Stefan uh, from SNL. I love Bill Hader. So every single time I like the first time I did it, I was like, this movie has everything, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> this, this, and like, like I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen Night of the Demons, and in in the movie Night of the Demons, uh, Linnea Quigley's character, she gets possessed, and she literally takes a lipstick, and she's writing on her face, and she starts writing on her chest, and you see her tits, and all of a sudden she pushes the lipstick into her nipple. I was like, "That's the weirdest fucking thing ever." <laughs> This movie has everything. It's got demons. It's got Linnea, Linnea Quigley sticking lipstick into her nipple. Uh, but yeah, I love I love horror movies, man. Uh, so good. growing up, horror movies and uh, wrestling have always been my go tos. Uh, you know, I wasn't the the biggest kid. I was always a skinny kid, uh, and those were my escapes. Uh, I can remember being sick at home from school and binge watching every halloween movie on tape and just why that's what i would do if i was sick from school that's that was my go-to is watching every halloween movie so mm -hmm. you know growing up i uh and then you know m you know when you're younger you think you know you they're, you're kind of unique that you're you're the only person like that 
Well, then the, the older you get, you realize there's a lot of people that are like you and love the same shit. Yeah. So you gravitate towards them. So like my buddy Brandon, we we get together and watch horror movies all the time. And uh, that's kind of how the whole 31 days started. And uh, I started like just thinking of movies that I love. And I want people to be like, I've never heard of that movie. I want to go watch that movie. And it's already happened. Like people, people have never seen the movie Trick or Treat. How have you never seen Trick or Treat? Love oh, my gosh. It's oh, such God. a good movie. Yeah, it's a yes. great movie. Dee Snyder. It, no, you're the, that, you're the you're the the other trick or treat, which is uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's not D. Snyder. Gene Simmons is in that movie, but uh, yeah, it's uh, right. but uh, there's there's a trick or treat movie. It's Sam from you know Sam Hain, and um, yeah. but like, people people <laughs> you know are watching. In it. Yes, yes, mm. it, it, oh it actually has a really great cast. It has the chick from True Blood in it. I played Sookie Stackhouse, oh, uh, yeah. and then like you know, not Sookie. And then, you know, there's a movie I love, The Frighteners. I don't know if you've ever seen The Frighteners. Um, oh, good. Michael J. Fox, Michael Peter J. Jackson. Fox. And uh, my wife had never seen it. I bought it, and we watched it. She loved it. And I was like, you like this? She goes, yeah. And great movie. So my, my end game of all of it is to have fun, make somebody laugh. And out of, you know, anything, someone goes and watches a new horror movie they never heard of before. All right. I'm, I'm going to throw this out here, the scariest movie I ever saw. In my, it was Amityville 2, The Possession, way scarier than the first one because, anyway, I'm not going to spoil it for people. But No, the, the thing with Amityville 2 is it, it's more garnered to what really happened with the yes. DeFeo murder. And too... uh, there was talk that the oldest DeFeo brother and the, the oldest daughter were like a thing, and they kind of play on that in that movie. Yeah. But I agree. And, uh, Scared the crap out of me. And I, I still go, you know, with, with you know, I, I actually talked about it today. The Exorcist is still the scariest movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I saw that movie kid, and it scared the shit out of me. Uh, and I have, I'm the youngest of four, and my old, my brother, he's the oldest, he's 13, and they fucked with me hard, and that oh. scared the shit out of me as a kid. So well, when, well, uh, when you're up here for for uh, for the bogus journey. Just up the road in Georgetown in Washington, D.C., you can walk right up those steps where they filmed the ex- that I'm, scene I'm, from The Exorcist. I'm going to have to go. And, uh, but but that's, that, that's always my go-to movie. Like, even as a grown adult, like, I won't watch that movie by myself. It scares the shit out of me, man. And I'm not yeah. easily scared. It, it, it's something about it. It just scares the shit out of me. Um, but, yeah, yeah they, thank you guys so much for letting me talk horror movies because I never yeah, get to yeah. do that with a whole Man. I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell you as someone who's lived up here most of my life, I'll take people by there to show them, and it's it sends chills up my back every time. It doesn't matter. This it could be the middle of the day. You look up those steps, and it's just like, oh, we gotta get out of here. 100 percent Um that's the last question. Last question. Halloween, Halloween kills comes out Thursday night into Friday. What is what is what is your anticipation level for that? Well, uh, I was just going to play it cool. Uh, I was going to wait till I got to Indiana and watch it on Peacock. At my, so I'm going to actually visit my mom, and um, we're going to have a bunch of family there. And I was just going to watch it at home. However, uh, Thursday night at 8 p.m., there's a showing, and I think I'm going to uh, take my son because they start fall break on Thursday. Uh, my son's mm. six. I'm going to let him come watch it with me. Oh, um, <laughs> no, but no, he, he loves horror movies. Like, I know. I, mean, he, I the, do it, too. The cool thing. The cool thing about um, – I always tell people this because everyone always, is always kind of weird when I tell them about my son loves horror movies. Uh, 
I always let them watch bonus features where it shows how they did a lot of the gags. Yes. And to me, that's the thing you can do to show your kids. Th these movies are not real. It, it is a movie. So uh, he understands that Michael Myers is not a real guy, but he loves the character. And uh, it's my favorite horror series. Uh, like I was saying, that, that was my go-to when I was, you know, sick from school watching you know binge watching all the movies um there is a weird stigma with halloween movies where you'll get a good movie and then the next one sucks oh um, god so kind of i always get kind of concerned because you had halloween 4 which i i love halloween 4 then you get halloween 5 which was not good you get halloween and h2o halloween which i that. i enjoy and then you get resurrection which is it's fucking dog shit so um yeah I, i'm very hopeful i think the most the coolest thing about it is you get the same director with a uh david gordon green um you get consistency because you know all these other movies the mask looks different with this mm -hmm. you, you have the and they filmed halloween kills and halloween ends back to back i've had a wait here yeah. for this um yep. so i'm i'm really excited uh i feel like they kind of show too much in the trailer but mm -hmm. uh, i'm still really excited me too. I'm going to watch it. That's for sure. On that note, guys, that is all the time we have for this evening. Make sure you go to our socials. They'll be in the description below. Go to nextgentn.net. Click on tickets. Get your tickets for Nightmare in the Old City. Get your tickets for the bogus journey as they come to Virginia. Click on that shop button. Get all your gear leading up to both shows. Click on stream. It'll take you to High Spots Network, uh, the best $9.99 a month in the biz. Um, and, guys, we are on our way to a nightmare in the old city. We've got Dwight. We've got Eddie. My name is Ryan. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Take care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, are we are we live? Are we good? We are still a little live. I want to. Hey. Uh, we normally we normally get the all clear. I want to make 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 sure. Um, can, can, can I say a bunch of shit about Matt? He says he's not here. No. Oh, no, no. I do. I do. I do want to say that Halloween Resurrection is the worst in the entire series. Oh man, they they got me bad the other day. It was last Saturday. It was a week mm. ago. Saturday, uh, AMC. Whenever it's on, I gotta watch. So they played Halloween one. Yeah. They played Halloween. I'm like hell yeah, we're gonna get Halloween three, which I love. Halloween three. People hate it. I love it. I was like, we're gonna either get Halloween three or Halloween four. They played Resurrection, and I turned it off. Oh no, they got you. Um, yeah, yeah. How Halloween three? It's always a very interesting story when you get to read about it a little bit and watch behind the scenes. Like they wanted to make it an anthology series. And that always kind of blew blew my mind, considering how well the first two films did. Yeah, how, I loved Halloween too. Actually, better than Halloween, the first one. I did. Oh, like, I don't know about especially that. The, especially, especially the very, very beginning of it. I just, I don't know. I was more of a Friday the Thirteenth well, guy, to be honest. Well, the re well, then, then there you go. If you like the very beginning of Halloween two, your your real favorite movie is Halloween one because it's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shot him six times. I'll actually show you this really quick. My buddy Brandon, he actually uh, bought this for me, but they made a super cut of Halloween. 
and it's Halloween one and two combined into one uh, single movie. Say that's oh, that's I'm, great. That that's what yeah. you need to do. Some yeah. some guy makes these, and I actually got this uh, from him uh last monday and i was off tuesday and that's all i did i sat and watched it and it's like three and a half hours long so i just sit there and watched Worth it, it. it's fantastic yeah, so good. all right yeah now I... halloween four is good halloween five is not oh. good and then six I, I, days... actually, I actually have kind of uh, a holy grail when it comes to halloween stuff um amazon put a box set out and yes. I got it. I got it at the time. It was like a hundred and something dollars. It goes for like eight hundred dollars now. And oh damn! Yeah. The reason I bought this, I'm gonna tell you guys this real quick. And I'll let you go. Um, <laughs> they released Halloween Six, the producer's cut. Now, mm. the very first thing I ever bought on the internet when I was like thirteen years old. I sent a money order to a, a website called the Myers Museum, and it was a bootleg copy of Halloween 6, the producer's cut, which I had never knew existed. It's not good. I mean, Halloween 6 is not a good movie, but I had to have no, it. No, it's awful. So I had it, on, had it on tape, and I was like, cool, so it was shit quality. And then they made a transfer onto a DVD, and I had it, and then that came out, and that was the first real copy that was not bootleg that they ever released. And then, like, Three months later, they released it for six dollars at Walmart. <laughs> That's Whoa. terrible, <laughs> So they got me, but that was my um, my wife when we had our we had our son. So this was in 2015. She got that for me as a surprise, and uh, we binge watched it when we were, you know, so <laughs> we, she was on maternity leave. Well, I, you know, there must be some bleed. Uh, must be some bleed over, and you're. But uh, in my bookshelf back there, I have 47 first edition Stephen King books. Oh, wow. On my, <laughs> on my bookshelf. In my, in my, I've got multiple copies of some, but, you know, my, and when, so, um, so, yeah. When we originally went on lockdown, I purchased uh, a first edition Exorcist. That's um, awesome. And then I also got uh, a first edition uh, Pet Cemetery as well. Yeah, my, the 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 um the the jewel of my of it is I have a I have a uh, it's it's the shining, and I also have the fir first edition of the stand before it was edited because they when they re released it they edited out a lot of stuff and I have that too, but I love Stephen King but he's kind of a douche in real life but um really but, yeah but uh but his books I have them all but anyway, did you just have a bad experience meeting him. Yeah, he's kind of, he was just definitely a dick, like over the top dick, to be honest. Like, I mean, really. very, like very pretentious. No, like, like very, um, going through the motions and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've obviously, I've met a lot of people in different things. And in that situation, it was just like, I mean, it's one thing, it's like, it's one thing for you to, for, to be a fan. It's like, you, I understand that you know, I'm nobody to you or whatever, but that 10 seconds I interact with you is a big deal to me, even if it's not a big deal to you. And it's like, I mean, you just pretend not to be a douchebag for a couple hours, I guess, you know, but he was just yeah. like, not looking, not looking, talking to somebody over here, you know, how the fuck, how much longer is this going to, you know, just very disengaged. And I was just like, dude, I have literally all your books. This is like the dream of my lifetime, and you're an asshole. So, but anyway, I mean, I haven't sold the books. I haven't sold the books, but uh, you know, 
when he dies, they'll be worth a lot of money. I know. Uh, I can't wait. I'm about to eat, fellas. Uh, thank you for having me on. Thank you for letting me uh, sure, plug Wrestling Ruined. I appreciate that. No, absolutely, absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great flashback in time to watch these old, uh, you know, wrestling episodes or cards, and it's, and it, and it's a mixed bag. It's either wow, this is complete dog shit, or it's wow, this is how wrestling used to be so good. What happened? Yeah. yeah so I. I'm right on that with you, but um, anytime you want to come on and just shoot the breeze and talk about wrestling or horror or both or otherwise, uh, you know where to you you know where to find us. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it, guys. Take uh, it easy. Yeah, guys. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, man. Uh, continue to stay safe and um, let us know if you guys need anything. Okay. All right, man. I'll talk to you guys. All right. Later. Bye, Later. guys. Bye. All right. I was good. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, I, so now we, we need to do what we need to do some horror movie episodes now, apparently. Oh, I'm totally game for that. Um, God dang, man. Yeah, I, I, I do it with my kids too. My kids love horror movies too. They love them 100%. Now, let me just say that only three movies have ever like scared the living shit out of me in my life, and I love horror movies. And it was The Exorcist, The Howling, and mm-hmm. And the, only the Howling because I was way too young to watch that freaking movie, and it, and that was yeah. late night at my grandma's house. And The Exorcist, we, the the I mean the Amityville Two, The Possession, mm-hmm. because the scene you know where you see the little kid and the little girl's like, come on, and the little boy is like walking towards <laughs> her. It's like, come on, come on, and then the light, the lightning lights up the house, and you see the guy behind him with the shotgun. <laughs> I was like. Mm. Oh, Oh, that's every time. And then she he's nailed all the freaking doors shut. Oh my god. Mm. You, yeah, have you ever actually, have you ever seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. When I we used, were in see, I used to watch horror movies all, all the time when I was a kid. Um and Sarah's not really into them as much. Uh so, so I coax her into watching them from time to time, but um yeah, no, I'm 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 super big in horror, super big. Well, well, when I was when we were in Mass, we were up for a wedding at Massapequa where my Kelly, Stacy's friend Kelly, got married, and I was like, we're not be, we are not going to be on Long Island and not go to Amityville and see that freaking house. And don't you know that the people that bought the house remodeled it completely, so you can't tell. Like the windows are gone. I mean, it doesn't look Man. anything like. They painted it. They did everything to make it look different. But I was like, yeah, I know, I know which freaking house it is. Can you kiss my yeah. But it's, but yeah, it doesn't look the same. But I saw, I did see it. If you want a really strange horror uh, horror movie to watch, um, early early nineteen eighties, there's a movie series. It's called Basket Case. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that, yeah. I thought you were gonna well, say can- I thought you were gonna say Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> no, no. Um, no basket case has always been one of my favorite like really obscure um very like sleazy kind of you know just weird horror horror movie yeah i i was when i like i guess my cousins are older than me and they had a laser disc player and they would get they were this they were some sick people but they would get these laser discs and they would come and play them this is before VHS, really. And I watched 
like all these obscure zombies, like every George Romero movie. But the one I remember worst was like Cannibal Holocaust, mm-hmm. which was, have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen Cannibal Holocaust? Yeah, it's been a while, but I've seen it. Where there's, they, they actually kill the freaking animals in the freaking movie. Like, oh yeah. God, oh, so terrible. Anyway, all right, we can talk about this forever. All right, man. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Um, the one thing I did share is that Ring of Honor is coming back to Baltimore in December. That's freaking awesome. Hey, did I share I this? I believe it's... Did I share, did I share my... Um, did I, my, what, my autograph I got? That's right. Baby. Which one? Oh, uh, you're looking at the real deal now. D'Lo Brown. I got wow. a... Yeah, man, I've been getting some cool stuff, man. That's it's oh. so I'm I'm jacked. I'm happy. Um, I mean, we're still live. Eric is um in a in a meeting. Um, he Eric's said in a meeting. He said he should be here in a minute. Um, so I'm just gonna read random news. Um, in a recent okay. interview with BuzzFeed, John Cena said they did about 85 songs for his uh for his CD. You can't see me, and only 17 got released. Oh, can you imagine what kind of hot garbage was on the rest of that stuff? <laughs> Holy moly. That, that is crazy. Hey, I was, I was going to say, like, talking about watching old wrestling, I mean, especially, um, you know, Ring of Honor does a great job of releasing stuff on their YouTube. And, yes. they, and I'm going to tell you, people just need to make that part of their weekly wrestling watches. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, put an alert on that thing and watch the matches because I have seen some of the. I mean, you see some Brian, old Brian Danielson, some old Tyler Black. You know, now you're starting to get some old Adam Cole stuff in there, and um, just golly, it just it just reminds you of this the 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 gold that the talent that the ROH roster was, especially in the early 2000s. I mean, just I mean, like around 2006 to like 2011. Just gold, man. You know, and please. Yeah, we talked about it a, a little bit on last week's show because, um, because um, Matt Matt's question we had some extra time, uh, but Matt's question was um, that if um, Ring of Honor had some more support, like financial backing, um, kind of like a distribution deal, would they be where AEW is right now? And just we brought up all those names, all that. Um, last week's episode was really good. Really good. Yeah, discussion. yeah, yeah. And it's but it's like you, you know, the it's. I don't think so. I don't think. I think they are what they want to be. You know what I mean? I really do. Mm. And so I, I just as as much as I would, I think Ring of Honor has always had the talent and has always been the place to nurture talent. I I don't think they've. Um, I don't think they have g- bigger aspirations. I think the bigger aspirations they have was when they, you know, when they worked um, with with New Japan and things. That's about as big as they were going to get the Madison Square Garden show. I think that was sort mm-hmm. of I was it was kind of the peak. Um, yeah. No, here here is one the one I was that was uh, CM Punk versus Raven uh, dog collar match. That was the one I was, mm. from two thousand three. That, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, it was so good, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ring, oh, Ring of Honor has always done a good job of putting on shows. How about this? How about Adam Cole versus Leo Rush from 2016? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was some good. 
Oh, you're good. We're kill. We're killing time, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. I watched um Hogan Warrior again today for okay. an episode review. Um. So that is that was super exciting. I watched uh Vader versus Cactus Jack from Halloween Havoc nine uh, ninety three. Uh, that was a spin oh the God, wheel match. That's, a, that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, I watched Christian versus Takama Shinoku from No Mercy, like ninety eight or ninety nine, which was good. Um, <laughs> Steve Carino, C W Anderson from Anarchy Rules two thousand. God. Whatever happened to C.W. Anderson? God, he fell off the face there. Um, he was he did the um, he did the TNA hard um, hardcore justice reunion show. Yeah. Um, he did that. Still, still alive. Um, um, he is out of retirement as of this year. Um, and in, is in a tag team with Preston Quinn, known as the Extreme Horsemen. Yeah, they were the Extreme Horsemen in ECW, too, with Steve Perino, the, Dino, the uh, king of old yeah. school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's him, Preston Quinn, John Schuyler, Damian Wayne, and Corey Hollis. Oh, and this new um, Extreme Horsemen. Also, I always thought that it was just super just great that all of his like mannerisms were a combination of Chris Benoit and Arn Anderson because he was oh, like yeah. Ole and yeah he was related to Ole and mm. it was yeah I he 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 would always do the throat slash and I was like oh okay. yeah 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 but and then Steve Carino with his Dusty Rhodes boots on that was so, they were so good anyway all right yeah. well, we got to get out of here yeah yeah we're good. Um, Eric, we're gonna jump jump off. Thank you again for everything. I know you're in that thing. Um, oh, okay. Give them the plug. Give them the plugs. Give them the plugs. <laughs> Socials are in the description. Goodbye. Good night, bag. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. For we're life.